Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Shay the Podcast. I'm Tally, and I'm joined by my little Portuguese co-host, David. Hello, everyone. Welcome back for episode 17. Back from across the pond, this time my turn, and I know we have some fun items on the agenda today, so shall we get into it, Tally? I think we shall, David. How was your Dallas post-Memorial Day weekend? I guess first official weekend of summer. How was it? Weekend was pretty low-key. And you know what? My weekend was definitely more low-key than your weekend. Yeah, not all of us were abroad. (laughs) Not all of us can even fathom that experience. So I'm going to breeze by this because let's get to David's weekend, which is what we all came here to listen to. what we all came here for. Mm -hmm. So pretty chill weekend. Actually, on Friday, I watched a really good movie. What movie? Have you seen Green Book? No. What's it about? Like, quick synopsis. For those of you who have not seen Green Book, I absolutely loved it. So it's about a working-class Italian-American bouncer. This is the IMDb of description. Of course it's Italian. Of course. Yeah. Living in the North. So they he becomes a driver for an African-American classical pianist. Ooh. This classical pianist is actually on tour doing all the venues in the South. This is during mm. the 1960s. Really interesting dynamics, really interesting how the friendship between like the Italian guy and the pianist, like kind of the just their character development, highly, highly recommend. I'll add it to my list. Yeah, you really should. I absolutely loved it. Saturday, kept it pretty low key. Actually ended up at Gloria's with a crew. A classic tally move. Absolute crew. Margaritas, Mexican food from Gloria's. Such a great night. Ended up ended up turning into those nights where you just go back to somebody's place, you listen to music, hang out, chat, um, play with everyone's dogs that are at the at the apartment. <laughs> it was a really nice night. Yeah. Also, it was the start of Pride. Yes, it was. Happy Pride. I was. I'll get into this. I like totally forgot about that. I always do. Yes, the I checked your location for literally one second this weekend, and I was and I saw to... you were on Cedar Springs, and I was yeah. like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" You're the like, one okay. weekend I'm not, and then you did you go to Hamburger Mary's? I did, which is what I was going to talk about. Okay, go into it. My friend Wesley and I always celebrate Pride together. We've done it the last couple of years. Last year we went to the parade, but mm. it was so hot. This year. He actually made a reservation for um, a big group of us at Hamburger Mary's. Have you been to one before? No, but I got a little bit of the background on like it's RuPaul's like new restaurant and they're they're all over, right? Yeah, I've been to the one in WeHo. So fun. It's so much fun. Yeah. Amazing performance. Mm-hmm. I think there were four drag queens that performed. Love they that. put on a really great show. Yeah. One of the drag queens was from Davenport, which I like learned all about. Where's that? Davenport, like the Davenport house. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you were talking about like a city or something. Did I say that wrong? No, you said it right. I just like... I was learning all about the houses. I always get... Wow, you went deep. Okay, let me tell you guys. This was Mm. my my second drag show. I am good at like giving... Other people's monies? Giving away other people's money to these amazing drag queens. Like they look incredible. Their dance moves are absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. Makeup, outfits, everything is perfection mm-hmm. i'm just like dishing out money yeah. if one of like if someone makes eye contact with me who's performing i'm like take all my money that makes so much sense you're like such like a complimenter that no, you're exactly. like well you're doing so well here's 10 <laughs> like, million dollars so i'm like i am so impressed yeah you're doing your splits yeah honey like, i can't do my splits literally. here's three dollars literally that's the kind of money i'm giving <laughs> yeah i love that i love celebrating pride happy pride to everyone Thanks, Tally. <laughs> also, I wanted to give like a little plug. I went to trivia last night with some of my friends at 
at Mayor's Garden. Yes. Have you ever been to Trivia Night there? No, I haven't. It was so much fun. If anyone who is listening to this podcast is looking for a fun Tuesday night activity, they do trivia every Tuesday. It is absolutely, the place is packed. Did you guys win? We were, um, we didn't win. Oh. But we were in the top three at the last round. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like it was funny because we had, there was eight of us at Trivia Mm -hmm. and each of us brought a different element to like, one of us knew a lot about music. Another mm. person knew a lot about movies. I also randomly got a sports question right. Honestly, it was using context clues, but it was which which baseball team has a Liberty Bell on their team jersey. It's like the Philly one, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Every single time there was, it was funny because every round that happened, he would be like, and now we're going to talk about music. We'd all like pivot and turn to the one person at the table knew, that we yeah. knew. Yeah. And it was like, now we're going to talk about movies. And we'd like shift over and we're like, okay, yeah. Duke, like, you know this answer. Yeah. So it was so much fun. Highly recommend. Trivia is like one of those things where I'm not going to lie. I get like pretty competitive about it. Okay, so you and I need to go on Tuesday sometime. Okay, let's go. Because like, honestly, if I have people who are like dragging us down or... I'm like, okay, just like sit it out. Like don't answer any questions. Or like, if you're not going to be serious about it, like I'm here to win. And then when you do win... You go out the roof. Oh, 100%. I'm like, oh, I got that question right because I'm a genius. Yeah. Yeah. My friends, Laura and Stephanie came, which I, I knew them at my old company. Mm-hmm. And um, we've remained really tight. And Stephanie is like a trivia queen. I see that for her. She goes to Mayor's. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, Laura and Stephanie. Yeah, yeah. So David and Laura were in the same MBA program. So mm-hmm. that's how they knew each other, which is such a weird small such, world. It's so funny because I actually planned on bringing up Laura in my weekend recap. And oh, because she went to Portugal. planned on talking about like our weird connection both with her wait that's so funny okay laura if you're listening shout out laura (laughs) she does listen we love you laura and congrats on the engagement so stephanie is a trivia queen and she was talking about i was like so what do you win because she's won all the time and she was like all you get is 50 bucks like in gift cards and i was like that's all you get for the entire table she's like tally you get bragging rights that's what you get and i was like exactly okay that that's someone who's there to win yeah exactly and she was like she had no pat he was like taking notes duke was our other like uh record keeper and he was taking notes after trivia was over which we i think ended up in like third place yeah. which was actually not too bad no. considering that most of us had not played trivia before yeah but went to old monk to grab like another drink have some food you guys will never guess who i ran into there this is like a huge deal for me because i've talked about this many times in the pod but two of the improv comedians from four day weekend <laughs> oh my god we're at the bar i was thinking like actual celebrities no 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 no, no. this is like local celebrities but i fangirled so hard i told them about, about our podcast i was like you guys i'm obsessed with you and i talk about you on my podcast all the time and they like both went on spotify and like found it i'm glad you are doing grassroots for us i'm now. trying <laughs> yeah. i'm trying to like and they told me about, I'm going to like just plug them for a second. It's two of the girl, like it's a big group. It's mainly men, but there's two girls who do the improv. They are doing a show on Thursday, June 22nd. Mm. And I'm going and I can't wait. I think it's just going to be the two of them doing some of their own material. Oh, fun. Yeah. So I'm really excited. A couple of margaritas deep. I was like, I am obsessed with you guys. They were like, we're fangirling that you're fangirling. And I was like, hey, we're just going to like love each other all night. Like this what's happening? This is happened? like such a classic town. No, like, I know. <laughs> also, we're all like hugging each other and loving each other. <laughs> was this last night? Yeah. So great weekend. But you guys, nothing is as fun as David's trip to Lisbon. I have been dying to go to Lisbon. Oh, yes. For years now. Years. And since birth. Since birth. Before the womb. I have been so excited. So I'm really jealous. Mm. And I can't wait to get the full recap because we have saved it for this moment. I, I know nothing. 
Yeah, actually, I haven't told, like, I dived in a little bit, but, like, not really. Yeah. Start from the beginning. Yes. The rumors are true. I just got back from a wonderful trip to Portugal. I was in Lisbon for four days with one of my best friends in the entire world, Laura. Her name has been dropped on the pod before. As many of you know, um, she was my old roommate in D.C., so... It's always fun to, like, be able to go on a getaway trip with someone who you used to live with. We basically, like, pretended our Airbnb was our old apartment. That's so cute. But I'll get into that later. Um, As you know, I non-revved my way to Lisbon. So I had to go from Dallas to Philly and then Philly to Lisbon. Honestly, knock on wood, had, like, no non-rev issues. I did D1, though. Yeah, because I figured, like, this was the thing to D1 for. For sure. Um, I don't remember my trip to Philly. Like, I was trying to think about, like, my flight from DFW to Philly, and I, I don't even remember being on it. Like, how I got... Because it was so early. Yeah, how I got to Philly that day, I have no idea. So then I flew from Philly to Lisbon. I like a very, like, interesting seating partner situation, which I was texting Tally about. Like, you know how it's, like, everyone in an airport who's around your age instantly becomes hotter? Have you ever seen that? Those TikToks? Where no, but like, I can see that. The guy who I was, like, sitting in the aisle with, in the row with, on my flight to Philly, was, like, chatting it up with me. Like, we... I was like, okay, are we like, what's what's going on here? And so then the girl, he, he was sitting in the middle. I was in the window. The girl in the aisle seat saw that there was no one sitting in the row behind us. So she moved to the row behind us. And then he stayed in the middle seat. There was just like an aisle open. And there was an aisle open. And I was like, oh, you, you can move to the aisle. She's not coming back. And You're like, like, are we dating now? He, he was like, oh, do you want me to move? Oh, <laughs> shut no, up. That's what he said. No. Yes. And I was like. I did not know that. Yes. And I was like. Um, you're like, it's up to you. (laughs) I was like, uh, maybe it'd be nice to have space, but uh, yeah. Wait, I'm so confused. Why would he not move? I have no idea. Is this weird? That was weird, right? Okay. I feel like maybe he had a little crush on you. But like that, that's weird. Not the crush. move? Yeah. 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 Oh my God. It's so weird. Yeah. I would have moved to a different row if I could have. No, same. No offense. <laughs> okay. So you didn't have to go. No, even if I was sitting to like next to like the hottest man in the world on an international flight, yeah. I'm like, I'm literally moving. From Philly to Lisbon, it's what? Six hours? Six and a half hours? Six and a half hours. Okay. So it's like not that bad, but right. like. No, but that's like significant. Yeah. So he, he ended up moving to the aisle after I like bullied him. Wait, I'm so confused why he would want to stay. Unless he didn't have a crush. Like my only thing is he had a crush on you. Yeah, but like wh- wh- what was going to happen? Like we could still chat from the. Uh, Not as intimately. No, clearly. I'm like, what are we doing? Like holding hands, like smushed against the window? <laughs> Wait, but I wanted to like share an armrest with you. Like... Yeah, I was like, no, you can... I also was like, that's going to be weird. Like people around us are going to be like, if I saw two people sitting like that. Yeah. I'd be like, what the fuck? No, I would be like, they're dating. Like they're they're <laughs> a couple. Right. And I didn't want, like, that's not the vibe I was trying to give off. Yeah. Even if you're, if you were dating someone and had an open middle. I would still move. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. I'm always like. I, are you a split person when it comes to non-revving with your significant other? Oh, uh, you mean like split seats? For like first class versus like not. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably just give the first class seat to my partner. That's such a you <laughs> answer. I'd be like, yes, fuck it. See you back in coach. <laughs> I would literally text my like SO. Be like, want to meet me in first class? JK, you can't. No, I'm like, sorry, not enough seats, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, flight was great. I watched Knock at the Cabin on the way there. Which is this, like, horror movie... F- so, it's Pride Month, as Tally said. And mm-hmm. the airline I flew had a honestly awesome selection of Pride movies for Pride Month. But Knock at the Cabin is, like, a scary movie about this, like, gay couple. Oh, interesting. And it honestly... <laughs> it's like, the fact that they're gay. Like gay. <laughs> Wait, that's so weird. 
good to do? Um, it honestly, it was sucked. <laughs> like, really? I had was... such high hopes for it. It wasn't really a scary movie. So, slept the whole way there. Mm-hmm. Felt rejuvenated. Had like a little yogurt on the plane. Did you actually feel rejuvenated? N- no. Oh. I'm just like trying to like hype myself up. Oh, okay. <laughs> but then when I landed, reunited with Laura, and I haven't seen her since... Last summer. I haven't seen her since last July. You haven't seen her in almost a year? Almost a year. That must have been so exciting. So, yeah. So we reunited at Baggage Claim, had ourselves a good time. And then I was like amped for the day, right? Yeah. So we took our Uber to our Airbnb. We were staying in the Barrio Alto neighborhood. And so for those of you that might not know, the Barrio Alto neighborhood is like the party neighborhood of Lisbon. Mm-hmm. We didn't like necessarily pick it because of that, but that's where like a lot of the Airbnbs are. It's very centrally located. But another thing is that Ubers can't get down the streets in the Barrio Alto neighborhood. You have to have like a code. So only residents can um, go up and down the streets by car. Oh, so there's like gates? It's like one of those things that poles that come up from the middle of the road. Mm -hmm. And it's like small. So anyway, the reason I'm saying this is because our Uber dropped us off at the edge of the neighborhood. And Lisbon is one giant cobblestone hill. And we had luggage. And so we got dropped off and we were like... Oh, now we have to walk a mile up a cobblestone hill. Wait, that's how long you have to walk? You could have walked longer if you were farther into the, the neighborhood. It was fun though, because we saw on TikTok, like everyone talking about this and making fun of tourists who have to like wheel their uh, luggage. And then you guys were those. <laughs> we were, but like, it's one of those things where like, I always embraced being a tourist. No, like, for sure. There's I'm something like, wrong with it. I don't live here. I'm here to have fun. Yeah, absolutely. So we checked into our Airbnb. Wait, sorry, I have a question. No, go for it. Every single time you went back home... You had to do that same walk? Well, so we had walked the whole weekend. Okay, so you didn't like really Uber that no, much. No, okay. we, we only Ubered from the airport. Okay. Walked a lot in Lisbon though, like a lot. Can you give us like a mileage count? We had like over 20,000 steps every day. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, so. You are it, looking lean. Think, I You're looking jacked. I was like, my ass is going to be huge in the best way after this because <laughs> everything was like hills and I was like, <laughs> holy shit. We checked into our Airbnb, which is like the cutest like little like fourth floor. We had a little balcony, which we took so much content on. Oh, I posted that video to my Snapchat story that you, the view of the... Oh, I loved your, your view was amazing. Yeah. So... Okay, wait. Hey, cutie. Look at your little necklace. Yeah, a little chain. So that was our view from our Airbnb. Okay, that's absolutely gorgeous. Old European, right above all those bars. Um, And then it was just like this cute little studio. I love that. So we checked, checked in through our bags and then we're like, oh, we need food. Mm Mm-hmm. One thing we forgot about European, like, restaurants is there's no real, like, rush, right? You kind of just, like, sit down. We just, you know, started drinking some wine, eating some wonderful seafood. And all of a sudden, we noticed we've been just been chatting at this restaurant for four hours. Shut up. Yeah. That's so fun. But it was so fun. So And that was, like, really, like, the theme of the trip. Like, we were there to, like, visit Lisbon, but, like... Really for us to just like have a good time. Like we don't live near each other anymore. So known for its seafood. So had some bomb ass seafood. Okay. What was your favorite meal? Are you going to talk about that? Yeah. My favorite meal was actually not seafood. Took some content, had some wine, had some apps, Mm -hmm. had some seafood. After that, we were like obviously feeling good. And we were like, let's go get some bottles and just like continue this for the rest of the day. It was like 5 p.m. by that point. You guys like already lit? After lunch, I was lit. I'm not gonna lie. Cause like I hadn't slept, just got off a plane. It was like early in the morning. Like delirious. And we like just got back, like blasted music in our Airbnb, like got ready for the night, had some bottles of wine. And like I said, we were in the Barrio Alto neighborhood. So we were like, tonight we're gonna go out. I lied. We actually were like, let's have a chill night and just like visit one or two bars. Went to eight different bars that night. We Shut were out till literally 3 a.m. How late are bars open in Port- in Lisbon? So this is really confusing because I think thought they were open till two, 
But like nothing really close to like five. So can you keep drinking after two? Yeah, and you can also drink. It's open carry. So really, yeah. so you can like go to the store, get some stuff, and like carry it around. Mm, that whole because we there were so many people outside on the streets. And we were like, why is there so many people outside? Mm-hmm. Because we're so used to the U.S., right? Where you can't bring your drink out. Yeah. And then we realized that people were just, like, kind of hopping into the bars to get your drink. And then they just, like, went out into the street. Wait, that's so fun. Yeah. Laura's from New Orleans. So she, the best way to, what I would say the Bar- Barrio Alto neighborhood is like, is, like, the French Quarter. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. We went to a karaoke bar. It's like still so interesting to me, all of the like American songs. That I was going to say, was to. it American songs or not? It, it was American songs. They played some like, I think some of your kind of music, like Love that. Third Eyed Blind mm. and like all of those mm-hmm. vibes. We went to like a Miami bar, which was like kind of weird. Um, do you think they do that for the tourists or do you think they do that because people in Portugal like, like American culture? I think they do it for the tourists, but not like us Americans. I think it was like, there were like hella British people, oh. hella French people, hella Brazilian people. That makes sense. Interesting. And I feel like they were really into it. Um, we we just like really just went out, had a good time, danced. They played High School Musical at one of the bars we went to, and I was like, Oh wow, who knows the song in this bar? And it was only us, but like, <laughs> and like one other guy. But I'm like, okay, that's crazy. A little taste of home. We love that. Wait, that's so fun. And then. Oh, I forgot. That night we went to a Portuguese restaurant. Went to bed. Then we woke up and we took a walking tour from Free Tours, which shout out to Laura Hartman, who we already mentioned on the pod. And I was going to say, Laura Hartman is like the most interesting friend of the pod because Tally and I both knew her independently before we even knew each other. Yeah, which is so weird. It's so weird. Like, that's weird that like I was in class seeing Laura. And yeah. you... And I was hanging out with Laura separately. And we had no no idea each other existed. Yeah. That's so crazy. And the walking tour was literally amazing. But basically we, it was nice because like you can look up where like the main areas are, but it's nice to just kind of have someone explain to you and explain the history in detail. There was a lot of religious persecution in Lisbon, which makes sense. Like there's a lot of religious persecution in general in Europe because that's kind of like where all that stuff was happening. For sure. We toured some beautiful churches. And it was actually interesting because around a lot of the churches, there was like Stars of David monuments. And I was like, why are there a bunch of like Star of David monuments? Like, I'm really confused what was going on. Is there a big Jewish population? So, yes and no at the same time. There was, I mean, I guess this was like a huge period in Europe where Catholics or Christians, I think it might be Catholics, were was like the main religion and they were converting everyone. And so they made everyone who was Jewish or other religions like fake be Catholic so there was this huge monument where our tour guide was telling us that you couldn't be any other religion than like Catholic and you couldn't be unreligious. Un- so they had a bunch of Jews who pretended to be Catholic and would like go to church during the day. And then like at night she was like would celebrate like Hanukkah and all of that stuff in secret. So. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. So that was really interesting. Um, something also really interesting is that it, we were there during the sardine festival. Lisbon is known for their sardines. Laura sardine. bought sardines for her fiance, and I, I literally was like, people are just eating sardine cans. Yeah. And some of the cans were cute. No, and, they have really cute packaging. But they were everywhere, and it was the sardine festival. There were, like, flags and stuff. So that was really interesting because you can only eat sardines in the summer in Lisbon because people, like, hunt them so often that every other season but the summer. Wait, so do they have, like, ethical fishing? I I don't know for everything, but I know for sardines, yes. Okay. And cod, I believe. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. 
The more you know. Yeah, the more you know. And I've never eaten a sardine before. We saw some of those tiles everywhere that you kept on talking about. The they tiles. They were beautiful. I know Porto is like the main place to mm-hmm. see the tiles, but like it was on a lot of the buildings and they were so fucking cute. Wait, that's awesome. I was like, Tally would love those. I would have loved the tiles. Yeah. Did you go to the Pink Street? Yes. So that is what we did next. I would advise anyone who wants to go to Lisbon to go and go see Pink Street if For you're sure. there already. It's a pretty big tourist trap. Like it's a small strip of the street that's pink and it's just a bunch of strip clubs next to the pink street strip clubs yeah wait what yeah dead ass laura and i were so confused i literally walked through and we were like oh my god what are all these places with like no windows is this like a music venue (laughs) you're like oh what like a cute little speakeasy no literally and then we walked into one like while it was open without anyone in there and there were just poles everywhere and i was like oh Oh. Did you come prepared? I was like, no. And then I got on and people started throwing dollars on me. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, oh, these are all strip clubs around the Pink Street. Wait, that is so... Okay, that's really touristy. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? I had no idea. You know, you imagine the Pink Street to be like a family-friendly area. Yeah, it wasn't. Oh, okay. The Pink Street, also, the bars are open the latest on the Pink Street. It's giving me red light district. Yes. But like, the Amsterdam red light district is like fun and cute. It's not. But like... This was weirder to me because like red light district, you know what you're getting you yourself know. into. This I'm like, oh my God, cute family. F-. Like I'm like, oh, I'm going to get some gelato and like walk on the pink street and have fun. But I'm like so happy I saw it. Okay, good. So you can check that off. Yeah, I, I, I can check off a lot. We went to a lot of viewpoints on the walking tour too, which was like kind of nice to get a cute little view of the city. Um, it was like cute when you can see like all the rooftops and the ocean. I love that you can see the coast. That's so cool. Yeah, the water was so pretty. Then we went to, there's like a, like a fake San Francisco Bay Bridge. I'm sure that one was there first where, you know, of course I had to have like a little photo shoot. Of course. Um, but we w- walked down to the water, which was just like soothing. And it was like nice to just have like beach town vibes. You know what I'm saying? So after the walking tour and all that day and seeing the water, we were like, let's do like a little drink and tapas moment. So we like sat down, had a little, some wine and some tapas. We had some shishito peppers. We had some... Chips and guac, which was my request. <laughs> and I was, like, feeling a little tired, so I got, like, a little cappuccino. So I was feeling, like, so European with my, like, wine and a little cappuccino. Oh my gosh, this is everything. And we were just, like, on a little... Are those plantains? Or chips? Oh, there were plantains with the guac. Sorry, that's... Yeah. <gasps> Yum. And then... I love plantain chips. We just, like, sat there and people watched for, like, two hours. Wait, that's so fun. Yeah. The cappuccino was really speaking to me on deep levels. It tasted so good. Yum. So that was so fun. And we were, like... Okay, we're doing dinner later tonight because the night before we did a little early. The restaurant wasn't that packed. We forgot like Europeans eat late. So we went a little late and went to this amazing place that had amazing pasta and we had some amazing focaccia and we got it recommended. It was so good. Yum. Oh, I I don't know if we want to cut this part out. This place actually ended up giving me food poisoning. <gasps> no, we're not cutting this out. Yeah. Wait, so do you know which dish specifically? Literally, Laura and I can only think the focaccia with prosciutto, but like that would be really slim. But like, the, did the pesto pasta make me sick? Yeah, well, pesto has dairy products in it. And it could, like, could it be something like was washed with bad water? Water Maybe. can develop bacteria. They might've left the prosciutto out. Maybe went to bed and then all of a sudden like next thing I know I was up and I'm like oh shit I threw my retainers out of my mouth ran to the bathroom and I was like throwing up for the next like three hours David that sucks it it did it did 
Like, I, I felt so sick, too. I also, like, I don't throw up. Like, I haven't thrown up in five years. Wait, so what night was this? This is Friday night. Okay, so you didn't have to travel the next day. No, no. I, oh, my God. I was petrified. I was thinking about that the whole time. Yeah. Because the next day I woke up and I felt so ill. So, and I was like, I can't imagine getting on a plane right now. Yeah. I would have been so bad. But woke up the next day and we were like, okay, we want to go to this place called the LX Factory, which is kind of on the Western part of Lisbon, which is this like cute, like renovated, like warehouse area with a bunch of restaurants, a rooftop bar, some shopping. We went there. Um, we went to dinner and we went to lunch. I just had a Coke Zero. I could literally not eat anything. And it's so funny because this place, Laura said, was like the best food <gasps> that she had on the whole trip. No. Wait, that must have been so miserable for you. At the place, I was like, the only thing that can revive me is a peanut butter acai bowl. Like in my head, I was just like, you know when you just get fixated on something? Yeah. And I'm like, I want this right now. No, that sounds good because it'd be like cold, refreshing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but we're in Lisbon. Like whatever. Yeah. Turn the corner. Shut up. Yeah. Wow, that is stunning. Doesn't that look so good? That's so good. And did it help you? Yeah, I, I was re- recovered after the sausage bowl. You did, so maybe you just like at that point you had thrown everything up. You were hungry. You needed to like replenish your nutrients. Well, that's what like Laura, Laura was like trying to kind of like bully me at lunch because she was like, you need to eat. Like, yeah. That's why you're feeling sick. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, but like, you know, when you like throw up and then you're like so afraid you're to throw afraid, up again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, no, I can't eat again. And it sucks when there's nothing worse than being in a different country or anywhere besides your home. Yeah. And being like nauseously sick like that. Yeah. Like nothing can make you feel better. No. So. So yeah, so we went shopping. We just walked around that night. We took the train, which was cute because we had a little like photo shoot at the train stop. Oh, it's so cute. A little self-timer action. Yeah, I put it on like the edge of the tracks and Laura was literally petrified the whole time that my phone was going to get run over. But I'm like, whatever, I'm doing it for the content. Yeah. Um, We went home and then it was like our last night in Lisbon. So that's when we had our huge photo shoot on the balcony. Really enjoyed the vibes in the Airbnb. Like I said, we lived together. So we just like... We're blasting music, dancing, like reliving the good old days as always. That's so fun. And then we had some Apostel de Nada, which is a custard pastry, which is like their, what they're known for. Wait, that looks amazing. It was amazing. We then, you know, took it easy that night, looked for some Fado music, had a little like wine and some more fish to finish out our last night in Lisbon. Like I said, we had been like kind of going out the last two nights. I was feeling like a little shaky and we were really just there to soak up our last like 12 hours in the country. After that, drank some wine, people watched and then called it an early night. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Overall, 10 out of 10 trip. Had an amazing time. Yeah. Oh my God, I forgot to tell you, everyone. Um, at my gate, I am literally walking through the fucking Lisbon airport and I hear someone say, David Adler. Shut up. Okay, wait, what? <laughs> and I'm like, wait, I'm like, is that a fan of Touche the Podcast? Okay, that would be insane. <laughs> and I turn around and it's a girl I went to college with. No way. Yeah, she's a, um, she was in Lisbon and flying home on my flight. Wait, that's so crazy. Yeah. What a small world. And I was like, hey, girly. It's insane how small it is. Yeah. So that was fun. Sounds like you had a great trip. Welcome back to the States, baby. Yeah, I'll be posting content soon. So everyone get ready. Pop culture roundup. We're back with a shoddy pop culture segment because we didn't want to do any other segment. <laughs> now, only can this man travel internationally for a weekend. He also comes back with the latest domestic yeah. pop culture hits. You can do it all. Amen, baby. What can he not do? A lot of things. Get a man. <laughs> anyway, 
Moving on from that. So the idol, that show that we've been talking about with mm-hmm. HBO Max, I still, I still haven't downloaded Max yet. So. <laughs> it premiered. It got a pretty low score on Rotten Tomatoes, but it is already going viral on TikTok. So I see that idol got a 27%. That's crazy. The clips I've been seeing on TikTok seem really fun, but that makes sense that things that have bad scores on Rotten Tomatoes do well on TikTok. So we'll see about that. Anyway, Tally and I have not tuned in yet. Like I said, I can't get into my Max account, but we'll keep that on our tabs to potentially update you about. I, I do like The weekend. Yeah. I forgot. He goes by Abel. And Lily Rose Depp is in it. Jenny from Blackpink is in it. So they have a pretty like strong cast. Yeah, stacked cast. Stacked cast. Okay, cool. Cool. As we know right now, New York City is currently enveloped in smoke due to Canadian wildfires. I'm showing Talia a video right now. I cannot believe people are still required to like be out in that air. It's apparently the air quality, New York City's air quality is the worst. It's the worst in the world. Yeah, and being outside for 24 hours is equivalent to smoking six cigarettes right now. I thought there was going to be like six packs or something. The air quality looks terrible. Yeah, no, I know. But like, maybe that's really showing you how bad six cigarettes are. Oh, an interesting perspective. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it literally looks like an apocalyptic world. Like, it doesn't look real. Hopefully, like, I don't know. I, I don't know how long that takes to spread out. And I also talked with people and they said that the Canadian wildfires were not detained yet. Apparently, 6.5 million acres were on fire. Yeah. I heard that this has been going on for a long time. That's so bad. It just has gotten bad enough. The wind has shifted it. Well, thinking about everyone. Yeah, I know. It looks absolutely terrible. It looks... I think everyone should stay in, seal your windows, Mm -hmm. don't go to work. Yeah. No, work from home. Yeah, work from home. Lionel Messi, I know we're both big sports girls, (laughs) confirms he is heading to America to play for MLS's Inner Miami CF. Woo! Football! I honestly didn't even know Miami had a soccer team. No, same. No, same. So that's exciting for us, though. Maybe that means... Soccer's getting bigger in the U.S. of A. My friend, okay, our friend from work, Jr. just moved to Miami. He's probably so hyped about that right now. I'm going to get his perspective on that. That's exciting. Go messy. Pope Francis to undergo an intestinal surgery and spend several days in his in the hospital recovering. Vatican officials announce. That's crazy. Wait, what happened? I don't know. That's so crazy. Pete Davidson left <laughs> PETA an explicit voice note after they slammed him for buying a dog instead of adopting. Okay, can I talk about Pete Davidson for a second in like a different way? The other night, I had a dream where Pete Davidson and I were dating. Like legitimately dating. I'm 0% shocked. Yeah, and I woke up. David, when I tell you. So sad. No, the disappointment that I, when I realized it was a dream was actually, it was, it was insurmountable. That's all I'll say. Anyway, so Pete and I aren't dating. Newsflash. I'm sad about that for you. Yeah. Okay, well, that's interesting. Pete, watch out for PETA. That was funny. (laughs) There's a new movie coming out. Crackoon. Crack? You thought you saw Cocaine Bear? Now wait for Crackoon. Oh my god. When a synthetically altered street drug is discarded in the woods, the fallout proves nothing less than horrific when an innocent raccoon eats it, transforming it into a nightmarish killing machine. God, that sounds like the stupidest shit I've ever heard. I'm so excited to watch this. Throwing it back to Apple. Last but not least, in the new iOS 17 update, you will now be able to leave video voicemails for FaceTime. So if someone doesn't pick up your FaceTime... Dude, I tweeted about this three years ago. Are you serious? No, I'm not kidding. I tweeted that there should be face mails. I was calling them face mails on Twitter. Do you think that Elon found my tweet? Okay, I'm going to screenshot this tweet and post it to Touche. Do it. It'll make us famous. Yeah. But like, isn't that Snapchat kind of? That Yeah. So like, but are people going to start, I guess, I wonder if, what would be cool 
and this is like so me is if I could if I could have the option to send you a, a FaceTime voicemail without having to call you like I don't even have I don't want you to ignore like, that's essentially like if if we, if Snapchat basically became an Apple oh my god this actually just got so dangerous for me so quickly if I can now leave like a Snapchat to anyone in my contacts I'm screwed Wait, that's so interesting. I need to get off the streets immediately if that's yeah. the thing. Wait, where do you think like they'll sit? Will they sit in the FaceTime app? Maybe there'll be like a new bar in the FaceTime app for voicemails. Interesting. I'm going to start sending them to everyone. Dog, get ready for a couple from me. Oh, 100%. Get ready. Also, speaking about voice notes in iOS 17, now this one I'm scared for. Apple will start transcribing your voice notes. So if I leave you a voice note, it will also have it written out. Which is crazy because I leave voice notes because I don't want the, that in writing. Right. So if you've got any secrets that you're Dang. sending over voice note, it'll now be transcribed. As long as they don't notify people when you screenshot the text. But that's why I'm sending voice notes so people can't screenshot it. No, for sure. But you can still do screen recordings. Yeah, like you with our fucking Instagram story. Yeah. No, literally, I want to cry. I want to cry. <laughs> you guys, it, it's been out now for over a week, but I posted... The Shout Out DFW article, and I was listening to Etta James in the background, and I did a screen recording, and then it looks like David and I are in love. <laughs> <laughs> it was Sunday Kind of Love by Etta James, and it, it was playing while I'm scrolling. <laughs> scrolling through our, like, pictures of love. <laughs> it's like, you're just like, <laughs> listening to that, you're like... <laughs> it's like me and David, like, gazing at each other. No, literally. Okay, any, like, anything else you want to add? There's that new J-Law movie. Oh, that one's out? That's supposed to be so good. I really want to watch that. No Hard Feelings. Yeah, I want to see that so badly. That's the only contribution that I have. Okay, love that. I want to see that really badly, so. Great pop culture hits. Good seg. Touche out. There's no one I know who appreciates fine dining in the culinary art more than Tally. So, because of that, I'm going to pass the mic over to Tally as she dives into... Some of the world's best, greatest foodie chefs. Um, Something about a beard? Yeah. <laughs> Your whose beard? Um. <laughs> James? Did he text us? <laughs> that was so trolly. That whole thing was so trolly. Okay, so if there's one thing this girl likes to do, it's eat. Okay? Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> Amen, sister. Amen. Um, okay, first of all, six foods that never expire. Can we just, like, have a little moment to talk about, like, some words? Because, you know, I can't do an episode without some sort of word. Oh, so you, like, tricked me into no. what this segment is. <laughs> I did. I'm so sorry. Okay, so six foods that never expire. Vinegar. Don't throw away your vinegar. I okay? love salt and vinegar chips. Oh, they're so good. So good. White rice. Okay. How much white rice do you eat? I eat a lot of sushi, so. Okay, yeah. Never expires. Perfect. Also, make sure you're washing your rice, you guys. Sugar. Salt. <laughs> vanilla extract. Oh, okay, yum. Does that mean like if you bake something with all these things, it just like never expires? I guess so. And also honey. Shout out to the bees for putting in work. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the bees for pollinating. Because without, <laughs> unless, we, they give us flowers and honey. So is honey like, it comes from honeycombs. Yeah, honey comes from bees' They're, hives. Did you know, like, honey has, like, anti... Um, Oxidants? No, you're supposed to eat the local honey to get rid of allergies. Allergies, yeah. It has anti, like, inflammatory effects. Yeah. And it helps with allergies. There's just, like, really great brand I like called Beekeepers Natural. 
and they make all of this like, it's like elixirs and stuff. You spray. <sighs> there's like throat lozen- lozen- How do you say that word? Lozenges. Lozenges. Um, a little lozenge moment. Lozenges. <laughs> um, yeah, you're supposed. To, okay, maybe I'll try them out. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, they recently announced the 2023 James Beard Award winners. Let's give it up for JB. Do you know what... Who James Beard is? Do you know what the James Beard Awards are? No. The, okay, so James Beard Foundation just announced the winners of its prestigious Restaurant and Chef Awards. They actually describe this event as the Oscars of the food world, which is like mm-hmm. right up my alley. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually named after the renowned American chef and a, a cookbook author. So it's annual. It's been going on since 1990. It's the best of the best in the culinary world. So among the winners this year are the first indigenous women and first Puerto Rican people to win a James Beard Award. Oh, fun. Isn't that exciting? I love that. What a good year. I know. It's really great. So they have many different categories, just like the Oscars has like best actor, best, you know, supporting role, things like that. Mm -hmm. They have the same thing. So I'm going to talk through a couple of their awards. First one is Outstanding Chef. So a chef who sets high culinary standards and has served as a positive example for other food professionals while contributing positively to their broader community. The winner, Rob Ruba. Love that name. Oyster Oyster in Washington, D.C. Wait, shut up. Yeah. I've never heard of that, but oysters are a huge thing in D.C. Yeah, it's I, a good place for oysters. Do you, I actually love oysters. So. You don't like oysters. So I, you guys, actually, it's like a little PSA. Did I not tell you about this? No. Are I you allergic? The, I ended up in the hospital. From oysters? Yeah. Okay, I'll tell the story right now. This is a good time to tell the story. I never really ate a lot of oysters growing up. You have to be careful with them for many reasons. You have to be careful of oysters in warm waters because of like bacteria levels in the water. Mm-hmm. And and we obviously don't live on a coast. Yeah. So I had oysters. I'm not going to say the restaurant. You had oysters in Texas? In Dallas. So this was last January, about like a a little over a year ago. I'm not going to say the name of the restaurant because I don't want to make people not go there. It's a really great restaurant. I just will never get oysters there again. I got an oyster with fibrosis, the bacteria. Are you fucking kidding me? No. I ended up in the hospital. I was seriously like on my deathbed. Wait, what? When did this happen? Last January. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, I recently read an article about this. Because of the the rising temperatures in the oceans, there's a much larger uh, chance there's an oyster that's infected with this that bacteria vibro or whatever. <laughs> you guys, David just touched his toe to mine and is like giving me intimate eyes. I was just like wanted to like... Comfort me. you during your oyster moment. So be really careful when you're eating oysters, especially if you don't know where they're coming from. Yeah. If you're not by a coast, yeah. I would ask if they're coming from the East Coast and cold waters. Yeah. If they're coming from more waters, yeah. there's a, like, they could be ridden with bacteria. Oh my God. Okay, now I'm off the oyster train. Yeah, I'd be really, really careful. Sad, I love oysters. I know, I will never eat them again. It's yeah, not worth it. I was I was literally in the ER and I like was sick for like seven days. That's crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. I don't know if I'm saying the name of the bacteria right. That's fine. But everyone, stay woke. Stay woke. Anyway, oyster, oyster. Good for Rob Ruba. Really quick, like one liner. Sustainability is front and center of um, this restaurant. So Michelin starred tasting menu restaurant. Ruba eliminated single use plastics and has received numerous accolades for his vegetable centric dishes. 
Sounds delicious. It does. Next award, Outstanding Restaurant. The winner was um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Philadelphia. Ooh, should we go? Hannah and Chad Williams bought this space in 2015, got renovated it, got married in it in 2016, and transformed it into the tasting menu favorite that it is today. So this restaurant was nominated because it demonstrates consistent excellence in food, atmosphere, hospitality, and operations while contributing positively to its broader community. Oh, I love that. Next award I wanted to call out was Emerging Chef. So a chef who displays exceptional talent, character, and leadership ability in who is likely to make a significant impact in years to come while contributing positively to the broader community. There's clearly a theme here. You got to contribute to your community. So the winner here was Damar Brown from Virtue, Chicago. Um, Chi-town baby. Yeah. Top chef contestant Brown has been hailed for his creativity and also nabbed the food and wines best new chef in 2022. Ooh, he's killing it. Virtue is owned by uh, Brown's mentor and fellow James Beard Award winner, Eric Williams. Oh my God. Okay. I really want to go to all these places. You should make this like a bucket list item. No, this would be so fun. This would be honestly also so easy for you to do. Yeah. No, it really would be. Yeah. I'm just going to name one more award because there's so many. Name as many as you want, baby. Well, we can't go on all night. I could talk about food all night, you guys. Best new restaurant. Okay, so the winner was Khan in Portland. So chef and owner Gregory Gordon. Oregon, Maine. Portland, Oregon. Also took home a beard last year for his cookbook. Shut up. So he had a cookbook called Everyone's Table Global Recipes for Modern Health. His wood-fired Portland restaurant, Khan, which blends Haitian cuisine with ingredients from the Pacific Northwest, was named among Esquire's best new restaurants in 2022. Ooh. Stacked list. It sounds like these people are doing really great things for the environment, for their communities, really making an impact. So it sounds like they all deserved it. Love that it was the first year an indigenous woman and a a Puerto Rican person won. Really exciting stuff. Love to hear it. Did any Dallas restaurants win? You know... Dallas, despite it being like such a wait, sandwich hag. There's a place called Sandwich What'd you hag. Call me? Sandwich hag is a place in Dallas. Wait, shut up. We are going. Wait, here. should we go? Yeah. It's in the Cedars. They didn't win, but it was like noted as one of like somebody who owns like- somebody who somebody named Painter who does it looks like he does Thai food, also has a restaurant in Dallas called Sandwich Hag in the Cedars. Wait, this looks so good. So that didn't win. I mean, the food must be amazing if he won a James Beard Award for a a restaurant in Houston that he has. So if you're looking for good Thai food, sandwich hag in the Cedars. Okay, so uh, Natalia Vallejo, Cocina al Fondo in Puerto Rico. First Puerto Rican person to win a James Beard Award. Hell yeah, baby. Okay, so yeah, big... Big uh, moment in the food world. I love that. Now I'm kind of hungry. Yeah, me too. Okay, well, now that we're all starving, (sighs) I'm going to end this segment. Eat it up. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Hope you enjoyed listening to episode 17, y'all. Feel free to check us out on Instagram at Touche the Podcast, TikTok at Touche the Podcast, and honestly, all social media platforms at Touche the Podcast. If you have any comments, any segment suggestions, anything you want to tell us, feel free to hit us up at Touche the Podcast at gmail.com. I... Don't forget to rate us five stars. Oh, true. If you haven't already. I'm going to go eat a El Pastel de Nada and go find a Spotify follower in Portugal. What are you going to do? I am going to go start planning out my future restaurant so I can win a James Beard Award. Oh, that's cute. 
I kind of want to rewatch the menu now. Oh, the menu is so good. So good. Remember when I was like, the chef's hot? You thought he was hot too, right? Voldemort? Oh, fuck! I forgot! <laughs> Dude, why do you not remember his Voldemort? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that makes it worse. It, it might, like, make it better. It kind of does, yeah. Okay, well, on that, touche out. Touche out. Touche out.